Pretty sure it's illegal to record someone without letting them know that you're recording someone. I told someone. you that I was recording you. After you started recording me. I will sue, probably. <laughs> podcast hello and welcome to review for two my name is caroline and i'm marco and we're dating and we play video games together all of those things are true yes yeah this podcast is kind of about both of those things it is it is about video games that are good to play with a person that you are dating or even just a friend or sibling or someone you want to spend time with yeah just any other person other than yourself. Yeah. Games that are good to play with two or more people. Including your dog that you can hear in the background. Yeah. She has helped on occasion by stepping on the controller and casting my character into the <laughs> void. Thanks, Quartz. <laughs> She's a gamer. No, she is not. What game are we talking about today, Marco? Today, we are talking about Gears of Five. Gears of Five. Which is just Gears Five. Yes. Which is, of course... The sixth entry in the Gears of War saga. It is called Gears of War 5. No, it's just Gears 5. It's Oh, it's just called Gears 5. Yeah, the other ones were Gears of War, oh, yeah. Gears of Wars 2 through 4, and then yes. this one is just Gears 5. It is the fifth Gears of War, and when it I was... It is the ref- sixth Gears of it, War. <laughs> I hate that. Yep, Gears of War Judgment. Oh, God. Anyway, when I was talking about this game, I called it Gears of Five, so that is what we will be calling it today. Much like you wild, once we have an incorrect <laughs> title in our brains, that it's staying it there. It's, it's not not going anywhere. It's correct. Caroline. Yes. Would you like to tell me some facts about Gears of Five? Sure. Gears of Five was developed by The Coalition and published by Xbox Game Studios on September 6th, 2019. So this is a very, very recent game. We are actually doing a game that is relevant, everyone. I know. It is very Shocker. Rare. Yeah. Quick shocker there. It was developed for the Xbox One and Microsoft Windows. Yeah. So this is a Microsoft exclusive game, which yes. is why it is only on either the consoles or the actual Microsoft Windows OS. And it is out on Game Pass, which is how we played it. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft is trying to release first-party exclusives or other high-profile games on Game Pass at the same time as they're released out in the wild to convince more people to get Game Pass. Because if you can get brand new games, then that's kind of the best of both worlds. You have a yeah. big back catalog of older games and you get new high-profile releases. Yeah. Would you like to talk a little bit about the mechanics of this game? Yeah, so gameplay-wise, it is Gears of War. You know exactly what that means. It is a cover-based... No, Some of them don't know. It is a cover-based third-person shooter where you press the action button, which on the Xbox is A, which tells your character to activate cover-based combat mode. So if you're near a chest-high wall, you will crouch in front of it. If you're, you're near supposed a... to hide for this game? It is the... Is that why you kept dying all the time? It is designed to be the cover-based shooter. That's you why hit... they tried to teach me how to crouch in the beginning. I was like, I don't want to You prone. played the tutorial. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to. This explains a lot about our gameplay, actually, now that I think <laughs> okay, about it. Okay, sorry. Sorry for interrupting. It is... A cover-based shooter, which means when you are near cover, you hit the action button and you will crouch next to the chest-high walls, or you will stand sideways next to a door frame, or you will basically just adhere yourself to the nearest cover object. And then you can either press the trigger to blindly fire over the cover, or you can press the aim button to pop your head out over the cover, which makes it so you can aim, but then also makes it so enemies can hit you in the head. Yes. New to Gears of War, there is an open world 
ish kind of mechanic in this series. So once you get to a certain part of the campaign, it sort of opens up to a larger map that you can just explore as you hit your targets, as opposed to the very linear cover-based shooters that it has been in the past. There's also a mild amount of RPG elements, because you do have a robot friend with you that you can find upgrade points for in the wild and use that to build him out the specific way that you want. Other than that, though, it's Gears of War. Some of the guns are the exact same <laughs> as they were in the first Gears of War. Like, the Lancer is still the Lancer. Mm. You know what you're getting. It is definitely a refinement and an improvement on Gears of War, but it's Gears of War. Okay. If you like cover-based combat, this is a great one for you. If you know that you don't like cover-based combat, you probably won't like this one. And if you have not yet formed an opinion, I mean, it's on Game Pass, and Game Pass is cheap, so, like, give it a shot. Yeah. Caroline. Yes. Would you like to review this game? Sure. What would I have done if you said no? Stopped this podcast. Oh, I guess this is the last episode then. Would I like to review this game? Yes. This game is very similar to some of the other games that I've played. I found it to be very similar in some aspects to Fallout 76, which if you haven't listened to that episode, go on back and listen to it. But it was a new kind of world that we were in. It was new characters, which I found really exciting. It is a really beautifully done game. The graphics are excellent. It's kind of what you would expect from a game that is released in 2019 is really realistic and beautiful graphics. But I found it fun for the most part. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't really pay attention to the story that much. I don't really have time for a story when it's this kind of game because I think that it's more about the action and actually shooting and figuring out how to get past enemies in a in a different way. So it's not really about the story for me. But I know that this has a very rich history of a story to it. So there there is a story. I'm not going to say that there isn't. I just didn't really pay attention to it that much. So you like the story. You like following the story in a game that's about the story. Yes. But if it's tacked on to justify the combat... You you don't care so much. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. Like I don't I don't know what the story is with Apex. There yeah. is one. I know. It and there's exists, a very yeah. like like rich one. Like there's a lot to it and they always keep adding things, but I have no idea what it is. That's fair. Cuz I don't really care. But that's okay because I still enjoy games like this. I do I did really enjoy playing with Marco. I didn't really I wouldn't really enjoy playing by myself because I think that this is a really fun cooperative game. It's funny because there there isn't really friendly fire, but when you shoot the other person or when, like, your bomb goes off and next to another person, they're like, hey, watch your bullets. Like, it won't hurt them, actually. It won't decrease their health, but they will notice that you tried to shoot them, which is kind of funny. It is a little gross, this game. They have, like, leeches, and it it does get graphics, so if you're, like, really not into that, I would not play this game. I don't know if it's the most graphic game I know of. I doubt it, but it it does get to that level of, like, this is kind of nasty. Every time you cut someone in half with your lancer, it basically zooms in on you chainsawing a guy in half so it definitely does not spare you any of the details for what you're doing yeah absolutely not but the gameplay is good the problem is because it's a new game and it does have that open world aspect to it i think that there are some bugs like in fallout 76 that you just can't escape for a game this massive it's gonna happen i've i've like expected bugs in this kind of game to happen and honestly some of the bugs that we've had are pretty fun and like pretty funny 
I think we also talked about that in Fallout 76. Like, the gameplay was alright, but for the most part, that game was bugs. Whereas with this, the gameplay was pretty good, and then there were some bugs associated with it. And I think it was mostly because we were playing online multiplayer. I know that that also adds to the, like, lagginess or the glitchiness of things. So it's it's very understandable that, that this is happening, and maybe they'll keep refining it and updating it. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a beautiful game. I would definitely recommend you to play it with somebody else, not necessarily by yourself. You can play as different characters. It's not just one character that you have to stick to all the time. You can constantly be switching your character, actually. So that's really fun. You get a lot of different types of gameplay. I think that's it. I think that's all I have to say about this. I had a lot of fun with it, I think, because I was playing with you, because of the funny things that we kept pointing out. And it was a shooter that I didn't find impossible as well. Like, I found that my level, and you can change your character's level and ability, I didn't find it to be too challenging where I was getting frustrated with it. Like, I I was dying a lot, but that's because I was really stupid. That's because you (laughs) I didn't didn't use the cover. You didn't pay attention in the two tutorial so yeah. you didn't know to hide from bullets i mean i knew that that was an option but i didn't know that that was like the gameplay oh yeah 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 okay what about you i i kind of have to basically echo what you said mm-hmm. i have never been huge into the gears of war series because cover-based combat has never been as fun for me as either first person shooters or third person non-cover-based action games You know, the exception being Mass Effect, which is very similar in gameplay because you find a piece of cover, you adhere to it, and then you pop out to shoot things. Mm -hmm. But that always drew my attention more because the story was a lot more involved and it was, uh, you know, you made choices that affected the world. Mm -hmm. And then there were a lot more RPG elements. So the combat and the actual moment-to-moment gameplay for me is not as engaging, but that's more of just because I'm not the biggest fan of cover-based combat third-person shooters. So like I was kind of saying before, if that's your thing, you will absolutely love this game. If it's not your thing, you should try it, but you know, it'll be enjoyable, but it won't be like your favorite thing ever. Sure. And, you know, like Caroline said, there were a lot of bugs. It wasn't as bad both in the quantity and the severity as Fallout 76. (laughs) Because in that one, if a bug booted you out of the game, you would be disconnected from the server and it could be 10 minutes before everything loads back in. Yeah. In this one, no matter how severe of a bug we encountered, (laughs) really the worst case scenario was it just forced us to reboot from the last checkpoint, which usually meant like going back a minute from where we were. Right. Or like I would advance the story if Marco was bugged out I would just advance the story to the next checkpoint and then he would come back in the game right so it wasn't you know game breaking and some of them were genuinely hilarious <laughs> and other true. other ones of them were just kind of annoying Yeah. So, all in all, it was a good game. I enjoyed the time I played with Caroline, but not my, not my forte, we shall say. Sure. Yeah. Should we get on to questions? Shall we? I think it's that time. I think it's that time. All right. Number one, who was your favorite character person to play as? I tried playing as Jack in the beginning, Mm -hmm. who was your little floating robot. He doesn't even use guns like all the other characters. He basically just floats around, turns invisible when he's not attacking. And then you can like grab stuff or zap enemies. Or as you get further in the game, he gets more support and more 
uh, utility abilities. Mm -hmm. I tried playing as him because I really wanted him to be my favorite because it was like different and exciting. But because you didn't get any guns, you actually didn't get to do much. So as boring as this choice is, I'm going to go with Kate. Okay. Because of all of the chainsaw-wielding linebacker-sized macho men, she was refreshingly, like, just not even having any of it. Which was You nice. had a lot of fun with her in one level. I did. There was uh, one level. So her st- minor story spoilers. Yeah. Her storyline in this game kind of revolves around the fact that some scientist somewhere has been grooming her to become the next queen of the locusts and the swarm, which basically means at one level it, like, forces you to play as the enemies. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Caroline was playing at the same time as her character. So I was running around as, like, these bug monsters trying to find and hunt down mm-hmm. Caroline. We did just play a rousing game of hide and seek We there. did, because she never actually, like, found me, yeah. and I never actually found her. We were kind of just running in circles around this arena. Well, I think I found you, but then they kept cycling through which, like, bug monster you were. Like, yeah. you kept starting over as a different bug monster, but I would just keep playing so i would like shoot at you and then you would be a different bug monster so i was like ah damn it this was also a point where the game bugged down on us because (laughs) even though it was forcing me to play as the enemies the enemy ai didn't seem to understand that i was on their team so i was romping around as this giant like horrifying monster creature and all of the other horrifying monster creatures were attacking me because the ai didn't understand that i wasn't human anymore yeah so it was like very weird that i was fighting my way through both my allies and my enemies to get to caroline while cycling through a bunch of different characters yeah it was was strange it was fun Mm -hmm. but it was strange and buggy yes so yeah kate is my favorite (laughs) because she's not a brick with a beard who has Rude. too many muscles and she can control bug monsters. Yeah. Who is your favorite? I think his name is Dell. Yes. Is that correct? Great. And he was one of the giant bricks that Marco was talking about, but he was kind of like a friendly giant. He was the sensitive he brick. He was a sensitive brick and he became best friends with Jack. He like loved Jack and there was actually, I think an achievement or a level that was like new best friend after we got a new Jack and it was because Dell and Jack were friends. Dave was the first Jack. Dave, Dave was the first Jack, right. And so like Dell and Dave became best friends. Dave kind of died mm. and then Jack was born and so they became new best friends and you like saw that the level was titled like a new best friend and yeah. you were like oh that's cute so yeah definitely Dell. nice yeah definitely not jd yeah no what a dickhead. all of the other characters were just like big old scowls yeah that had too many muscles and like grunted all of their dialogue yeah so it's good that we spent a significant portion of the game playing as kate Dell, and jack because they were kind of the only ones we liked. True. Okay, next question. Favorite weapon? I know mine. What's yours? Boom shot. Boom shot? It was this giant shotgun, rocket shotgun. Sure. It was just epic and amazing, but you never had enough bullets, and then you would always run out of bullets and be like, damn, now I have to use my lancer again, and it was just unfortunate. But a cool part of this game, actually, that I didn't shout out that I really liked is the fast reload. Mm. Because I am the type of person that plays shooters and I always die because I'm reloading, like constantly. So there's a 
a mechanism where if you press a button at the right time, you reload really quickly. So it's kind of an instant reload, and that was so helpful for me. That's nice. something I really like about this game. I don't know if it's in the other Gears games. It is in the other Gears games. Okay, so that, that's like A-plus Gears. That is something that they've had since Gears 1, and that is kind of what made them like the champion of the cover-based combat third-person yeah. shooters, is that that made it so that even reloading, you weren't just sitting there waiting for five seconds while a linebacker fumbled a chunk of ammo into his chunk of a gun. You could time it out and either speed reload or get, like, bonus damage even. Yeah, and sometimes when you missed the speed reload, he'd be like, damn, next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, comment on it. it. They did make reloading fun, kind of. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what's your favorite weapon? Okay, so there, there are two. One that I'm glad that it exists. Exists, and uh-huh. that's why it's my favorite weapon. And one that's my favorite weapon because it's very, very fun to use. So my favorite weapon to use is the M-Bar, mm. which is like a shotgun-shaped thing. It just looks like a normal pump-action shotgun. Basically a shotgun. Havoc rifle from well, Apex. it's like a fusion rifle from Destiny. Sure. It's like the Havoc rifle when you turn on its alternate fire mode. Sure. Because you have to charge up for like four seconds. Yeah. And then once it's done, you just shoot a single massive damage shot. But it's just the thing where it's really satisfying to time it right and just completely obliterate an enemy in one single shot. The favorite gun that I'm glad that exists is the Lancer Grenade Launcher, or Mm -hmm. as I prefer to call it, the Grenade Launcher. You have to pronounce it like that. Launcher. Okay, Okay. I get it. Because it's just the normal machine gun with the grenade launcher attachment, but it doesn't just shoot grenades. It shoots like a rocket that hits the enemy and then shoots a dozen grenades upward into the air and then they slam back down. Yeah. And it is so unnecessary and I love it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Okay. Next question. Most dateable character. Hmm. You should go first because mine then goes into our next question. Okay. I'm going to say the most dateable character is Dell, actually. Okay. Because as Caroline said, he is a brick with a heart. So of all of the characters, he seemed the most like just a normal person. Yeah. A lot of the other characters' personalities were very like one-sided. Like Foz's personality was he's an asshole. That was his only personality trait was he's an asshole. The first minister's personality trait was she's kind of a dictator. So Dell was one of the people with more than one dimension to his personality. So let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. What do you got, Caroline? My most dateable character was the heat-resistant NPC that we encountered. Oh, boy. So this also ties into my favorite moment of gameplay, which is our next question. So we were at a level where we were at this kind of like refugee camp-ish type thing. And they had steam power. And they had these things that were in the middle of the town square that would release steam. And it was heat. It was like heat steam. Once we entered this area, they were like, oh, be careful of that there. You can't go near it because you're going to get hurt. And it was like releasing a little bit of steam. And the like gruff old uncle was like, oh, don't get too close to that because you're going to get hurt because of the steam. And I just see an NPC, a giant NPC, just walk through the cloud of steam completely unfazed. And I'm like, I want that guy on my team. That guy is the man for me. He is numero uno in my books. Didn't you then try and follow him yeah. and you got hurt by the steam? <laughs> exactly. So I tried to follow him. I was Dell at that point, so I, I'm a big chunk too. But I tried to follow him and I got hurt by the steam. And I was like, wait, what? That guy didn't get hurt, but I did. I was like a little offended, but also very impressed. Nice. So that's why I would date that guy. And also that was one of my favorite moments of gameplay. Because then I just kept talking about the heat resistant NPC for like the whole time. Nice. 
All right, what was your favorite moment of gameplay? My favorite moment was actually a bug, mm-hmm. because as we said, some of them were Which annoying, one? and some of them were genuinely hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite bug was we were in this, like... Favorite bug? It's not even favorite moment. My favorite bugment of game bug okay. was when we were in, like, a lab in the Arctic wilderness, and we were inside the lab, and then we had to go outside the lab to go to a different <laughs> lab building. And when we got outside, there was this little cutscene where, like, a big, angry monster dude with two big battle axe mace things like turned around and he stomped towards us and he did his little like pre-show intimidation routine where he slams his axes on the ground and growls and then one of the characters is like guess we gotta go through that but as soon as the cutscene ended and gave me back control of my character i just slipped through the floor <laughs> like i just fell as though i was not standing on anything oh my God. And, like, I just went into the ground and yeah. there was nothing. I was just in the cloudy void because I could look yeah. up and see the course above me where Caroline was still very much <laughs> fighting this dude. Right, and I just spent the next four minutes falling. And it just slowly became darker and darker as I finished my descent into hell. But I couldn't die. I couldn't hurt myself. I couldn't get out. I just fell forever until eventually (laughs) i guess there was a limit programmed into the game of how wide the actual space (laughs) of it was because eventually i just died yeah i can only imagine that i hit some lower limit on not even the game world because i slipped through the lower limit of the game (laughs) world but the game programming and so i just died Oh, God. Just there immediately was, died. Yeah. There was one point during that fight, I was fighting this huge guy by myself. I was not winning. And I was like, where are you? And you're like, I'm I'm under. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I like look around and you're like, look down. And I look down and his gamer tag was like under me. And I was like, how is that possible? Eventually, Caroline beats the guy. And our yeah. characters start <laughs> doing the pre-programmed dialogue routine where they were like, Wow, that was a tough fight. And then my character just says, guess we got to get to the next building or something to that effect. Yeah. And they just like, Caroline just hurt her screen, just heard my voice as though I were right there, <laughs> even though I was in the void. He was in the void. I was in the void. That was really good. And then there was another one where you got like stuck in a shop. Or was that me? Someone got stuck in a shop. And so we're like, oh, guess we're going on without you. And then we just like kept walking and, and had to do like a boss battle. Battle, and then died and then like reboot and it was fine. I think that was the one where I tried to open Jack's menu to program things. Oh yeah, you got stuck and, in the yeah, menu. Like so Caroline picked up an upgrade point and as part of the tutorial the up the thing was like press this button in order to apply the upgrade point yeah. to Jack. And I try it wouldn't let me not do that. So I pressed the <laughs> button. But once I got into that menu, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't exit the menu, but I also couldn't apply any upgrade <laughs> points. So Caroline was like, come on, what are you waiting for? And I was like, I literally <laughs> cannot exit this menu. <laughs> Right, so she looked at my character, and I was just staring at a wall. But from my perspective, I was in the menu from hell. Uh. And so she just, like, went ahead and tried to do the mission and died because, you know, she was playing. It was just one person. Yeah. I didn't have the heat-resistant NPC beside me. All of the bugs seemed to target me. Not sure what that was about. I think I know why. Because I was the, like 
team leader, quote unquote. So you were joining my game. So I think it was like connecting you. I know we had to have a cross connection, but it still had to connect you to what I was doing and my game of it. So I think that that connection just lagged out. Nice. Yeah. This is not necessarily a favorite moment of gameplay, but I do want to just throw this out there. Mm -hmm. The one part in the first act had you traipsing through a reproduction of the set from Hamilton. Oh my God, Which was thoroughly enjoyable. I forgot that. It was like down to the T, like perfect recreation of the set. It had the turntables in the middle. It was, oh my God, that was really, really great. That was perfect. Got some huge nerds over there in the coalition and we really enjoyed it. Yeah, we really, really enjoyed that. I thought that that was a great touch. Nice. Yeah. final thoughts play it if you have someone else to play it with check it out i mean if you have game pass you can get it right now um it's fun with other people it's fun because of the bugs to be honest some of the bugs are not very fun but some of them are really entertaining and if you're a fan of the series like definitely check it out yeah that's kind of all i have to say what about you yeah i agree i feel like i was a bit i was maybe a bit too harsh in my actual review you should play it if you like if you like the gears games or cover based shooters you'll love this one because it's a really good entry in that genre if you played Gearses in the past and, you know, maybe wasn't thrilled with them, you should give this one a shot because it's definitely an improvement. And if, you know, if something will win you back, it'll be this one. You know, play it. It might yeah. not be your favorite game, but you should give it a shot because it could be. That's all okay. I got. Anything else? No. Great. Just like and subscribe and leave us a review. Yeah, you can find this podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Yes. We have noticed that you actually need to search this podcast in quotes in order to find it on Spotify. You can reach out to us on Gmail. At Twitter. Review. Yeah, our Gmail is review the number four two two at gmail.com. And our Twitter is just review for two. You can suggest games or, you know, all just that chat. stuff. Just chat. Yeah, say hi. Say hi to Quartz. Quartz says hi. Quartz says hi all the time. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go get into my mech suit, which was another bug and never be able to get out. All right, bye. bye. In, nope, Gears of Five, (laughs) sorry. Gears of Five was developed by the Coalition and published by Xbox Game Studios on September 6th, on September, I can't speak today, what's wrong with me?